Hi, this is Tim Sanders, founder of the Omnia Radiation Balancer. Pretty soon there will be 5G masks going up all around us and we want to make sure that you're giving yourself the best protection on the market. Our solution is unique. We use a new source of energy from the fifth dimension to balance radiation fields on any device, making it safe to use. Our results show that this structures water, it balances the blood and it keeps your body super strong. And yes, it works on 5G. The energy in the patch never runs out, so count up all the radiating devices in your life, stick one on each, and you're done. Click on the link below and you'll soon be bringing balance and strength back to your body. Thank you. Hey guys, you are listening to Journey to Truth podcast. This is our first episode back since we've been home from East Eddie, which was amazing. I mean, we can do an entire episode on that, which we might even do, actually. We should, yeah, we idea, should talk actually. about that. We should. Uh, but it's a phenomenal, transformational place. If you haven't been there, I'm sure you've heard everybody talk about it. You need to get out there. If you've never seen a UFO, you are guaranteed to see them so many that you probably get bored of them. Right end of the trip. Yep. Uh, but it, it's, it's so amazing. And uh, so many connections were made. And it really put us on a path with the podcast. We're really excited about the future uh, that we have ahead of us in the coming months. So, that being said, today we are joined by Z, Earth Star Healer. Uh, she will be one of the live stream speakers at Camp Disclosure. And Z, for those who don't know, is a gatekeeper, shamanic healer, medicine singer, multi-dimensionality coach, and self-healing guide, among many other things, which I'll let you touch on if you'd like to, but welcome to the show. Z, how's it going over there? Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I'm just really happy that we get to spend this time together and talk to people about some really pertinent things that are very interesting that have been sparkling up in the collective sphere. Yeah, that's, and that's what yes. we should be talking about. Whatever's, whatever's presenting itself, you know, whatever's showing up. So I know you wanted to open with a, maybe a clearing or a song. Uh, so if you wanted to do that and then we can uh, just take it off from there. Yeah. So I'm just going to start off with uh, just a minute of sound healing and we'll go from there.
you have such a beautiful beautiful Thank voice you. yes Thank you. i uh before i actually knew who you were i had came across some of your videos and i was meditating to some of your songs and uh, i i just love i loved whatever's flowing through at that moment it's so it just helps me connect in a way that it just it just makes it a lot easier than trying to do it you know in silence so thank you for that um and i don't know if you just want to give people a brief introduction of who you are for the listeners who might not be aware you don't have to go into great detail but maybe just explain how you got into what you're doing yeah so i would call myself an embodied wanderer and some people call it star seeds the way that i understand this is that i have come to remember who i am and where i was in my recent existences and have begun to remember and integrate my knowledge from where i came from so when i first woke up in 2013 um, this voice in my head was like, where are you from? And I just had quit piano school and just had graduated from being like a very good little Chinese girl, you know, doing everything right in society. And um, I was like, I don't know, China. And this voice was like, Andromeda. And I was like, what? I've never <laughs> heard of Andromeda before. So I went home and I Googled beings from Andromeda. And of course, I came upon all of the starseed information that's on the Internet. So the most incredible thing is that this voice was this male being, and it was March of 2013. And then many years later, I went for an expedition out to New Mexico because I started kind of following this voice and the guidance of the earth to travel. And when I got to this land in New Mexico, these people were like, oh, this man bought this land um, before he died in March of 2013. And he told us that he's from Andromeda and that one day a little Chinese girl from Andromeda was gonna come and that this land was meant for her. So again, he died the exact same month that I started actually communicating with him, which eventually led me to this place where I now live. And um, it's kind of this uh, galactic lineage um, place where we're building a stargate and we're going to be building kind of a ground crew star being training facility there as they like to call it so an activation um, kind of place um, so it's been now seven years and I started having these dreams about being a geneticist actually where I was from um, understanding that actually genetic science and the higher dimensions have much more to do with our devotion and love to all of creation than this mental need to understand things because it makes us feel better about ourselves in any way. It's more like we just have such a deep love and appreciation for the beauty of all of creation that we want to know it. So eventually um, you begin to learn the matrices of the fabric of reality and how life is constructed with these basic geometries and how life and light can actually then come in to these geometries to form our bodies for experience. So yeah, all of these understandings come directly through myself, <laughs> which is a kind of like understanding that, you know, we're these wanderers, these starseeds beings from other places, we all have understandings because we lived in these places we all had these experiences we have this knowledge that we're bringing here now so what i do now is basically um 
So I, I got called into the starseed missions to kind of help the starseeds create certain genetic templates so that when we came to Earth, we wouldn't be totally um, hit over the head with the heaviness. And so right now I help wanderers and starseeds awaken to who they are and to access our higher dimensional self to embody this so that we can have our feet on the ground to transform this planet, which is what we're all here to do. That's it. That's amazing. That's all. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> wow, that's that that really is truly amazing. And that just I mean, that's the definition of a star seed. That's that's truly why we're here. I mean, activating our true potential and discovering where who we really are. That's the big question, right? So Here's the second part here actually now that you guys are like, that's it, that wants to come in. So the second part of this is earth and star, right? So this is like my star lineage. And so I came into this physical body, um, now understanding all these things about genetics, of connecting with my lineage and my ancestors actually come from a lineage of Taoist masters in the physical body. And it's interesting how these two things come together because the ancient Taoist people, we always studied kind of how the physical reality is a reflection of the universe. So it's this kind of understanding of oneness and how the macrocosm and the microcosmic have this deep relationship. And this is very much connected to the law of one. It's just this very grounded and human perception and understanding of that. And so um, my Taoist ancestors have been channeling through me these teachings of energetic mastery, which is really pertinent at this time as we go into some of the darker and scarier things that are happening on the planet right now as to why it's so important for all of us to not only understand how our energy is being manipulated, how it's made difficult for our soul to fully come into our body, and how this entire false matrix, or I like to call it, have been enslaving humanity for so long. And so once we come into recognition of that, then how by us, um, First, clearing all of those things and coming into awareness of our entire energy system, which is really the system of a creator being. You know, how cosmic energy come through these vessels literally create reality. This is a science, the science of incarnation that we can study and embody so that we can live a life where we're free. Basically, we're claiming our free will through um, understanding our energy body. Wow, man, that is... That's some true, that's a really special gift to be able to understand exactly why you're here and understand your mission. It, it's it's such a, to such a degree because so many of us are down here trying to figure out what the hell we're even doing. So thank you for all, all the work that you're doing. And if I'm not mistaken, you're in Sedona right now um, and then you're getting ready to head to Mount Shasta. Correct? That's right. Mm -hmm. So are you, are you doing any type of energy work there while you're there or what's going on with that? Yeah, so I am a grid worker, and part of this is, again, understanding how our DNA works. Um, I want to say that everybody can do this work. The reason why I have come to be in such a state of integration is because I really devoted my whole life to this. I jumped off the cliff and went into the deep end, and no matter, you know, people were like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, you might die, you know, you might, like, lose your social credibility, like, people might hate you or whatever, and I was just like, 
there's nothing else that makes more sense. You know, for me growing up, Earth really didn't make any sense. It's not like I could just work in an office and like be like, da da da, like everything's great. You know, it just wasn't possible for me. And so from the time this voice in my head said, you're a starseed, I made it my, like my church, my life thing, my purpose to devote like every second of my life to embodying that and to continue to listen. And so if any time spirit goes, okay, like drive to Vermont and I'm in Ontario, like I literally just get in my car and I go there. I don't like ask questions. Well, I did for a few hours, let's be honest. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't like stalling for months. I really just dove in, you know, I really committed to the process. And it's really through that commitment that we begin to find ourselves. Because this isn't really something that somebody else can like give you or you can buy. It's just like you have to spend time connecting to yourself and actually following through with your guidance, which sounds easy. But I understand that, you know, it's kind of hard when people don't even understand that there are other dimensions and that invisible people can talk to you, you know. Yeah, and, and we're placed in a society that is designed to distract us from discovering that reality. So absolutely, and and even us who understand it, and yet, but we still have jobs. We understand what you're talking about, but we still have jobs in the matrix. Uh, those distractions still haunt us as well, and it, and that's why it's so important to do the work you're talking about. Uh, and it's not easy to navigate, but you can definitely put yourself on a path like like you're talking about to at least at least uh be making progress instead of going backwards so or even just being comfortable right i mean i feel like what's pushed me the most is just actually going in deep to how i'm feeling like we like to numb like the difficult feelings but for me it was just so obvious when I'm sitting in the parking lot of Costco and there's like a 300 pound man holding like a pack of sodas. I'm like, this is wrong. Like there's something wrong with this. And like that feeling, it's like actually really painful because, you know, we're such incredibly beautiful and innocent and loving creatures, you know, these mammalian bodies that we have, we're so incredibly sentient. And so for us to actually being inside of the system like that itself is really painful but it's really hard for a lot of people to come you know into face to face with those feelings like even as we are coming to find you know the even scarier stuff you know the human trafficking virtual abuse to even children like all of those things should actually inspire a large reaction you know being like wow this sucks like this is really gross this is so scary and so bad that that should spur us into some sort of action. I feel like, you know, that's why we're so desensitized through the media too, all of this violence and stuff. Like it's like to numb our organic experience and reactions to the system itself. So I'm gonna just like spiral back here. We're talking about this grid work. So when we come into a certain place of recognizing our self and our place on the planet as a living organism we realize that our energy body is constantly interacting with the planet and we know that there are energy systems that run around the body there are also these same energy systems that run around the planet and call them ley lines stargates this kind of thing and so the cabal whoever you want to call them actually have great understanding of this kind of thing because um you know this control system comes from a high place. It's like fallen angelic kind of thing. 
So they place their military bases and these awful churches on major places on the ley lines, basically so that they can keep humanity's consciousness in a subdued level because the consciousness of the planet and our individual consciousness is very deeply connected. So um, basically then I would get called to travel to different places in the world to either unplug old grids or clear these energies out of the grid or to activate new lines. So this trip that I'm on right now is about activating several new ley lines, um, which bring in just like cosmic sovereign energy to make it easier for humanity to wake up. Beautiful. You know, what's really, what's really interesting is we're working on a documentary right now, uh, on Cahokia mounds and some other mounds surrounding that area. And there's an entire history here that's just not told by the mainstream history. And we we're going to do an entire segment on exactly what you were talking about, clearing that energy, because a lot of like famous murders and a lot of stuff were, were taking place. They took place on these mounds, on these ley lines to spill that blood into the ley lines. And we, we're really going to talk about all that. So maybe we, we might even be reaching out to you after this uh, yeah. potential interview uh, because uh, I, as much information as we can get out there on this, we want to. So that would be really cool. Yeah, I'd be delighted. Yeah. So is there anything in particular that uh, is coming through right now that you feel guided to share with everybody as far as anything that's happening with current events or just something we need to be doing in particular or just any messages in general? Yeah, so there is a stream of consciousness that wants to come through to support us in becoming strong. And um, so I just wanna start by connecting into our heart space and our higher heart space and calling in our highest source connected aspects and any of the benevolent galactics and angelics that are here holding space and are always supporting us on this journey. So the information that wants to come through today is actually pretty gnarly. <laughs> um, and I have a feeling that the people that are listening to this show might be interacting with some of these fields. So I just want to bring in this energy to really support you. Um, so right before the show started, this energy came in where wanting me to talk about um, basically the systemic rape of humanity and the different levels of this system of control and how this happens even in the astral plane. And I have a feeling that some people in this audience might have experienced abduction experiences, especially in the dream time, um, the kinds of interference that basically seeks to take away our power. And I know that star seeds and wanderers, you experience a lot of this in your youth. I myself have experienced this, so I do feel called to share my story. So um, I think it might have been in 2015, I started feeling like, you know, my dad had molested me and I knew that this wasn't the case. I knew that nothing like that ever happened. It's just a very strong feeling that I knew was not true. And yet I just continuously felt like something like my dad had done something to me, right? I was just feeling this. And so for many years, I was doing a lot of meditation, a lot of clearing work, and I just couldn't figure out, you know, why I was feeling this way, even though I knew my dad hadn't done anything. And so 
just last year, so four years since I started working with that and trying to understand, I finally went into this place in my hip that I've always had a lot of um, problems with. And what I, the memory that came back into my mind was actually being on this reptilian ship and being basically raped by this reptilian. And he was shape-shifting into my dad to make, to implant that false memory into my energy system, primarily to basically distort the original divine codes in my system and to keep me from being able to um, basically embody and assume my mission. And I feel like this actually happens quite often because I've had a lot of sessions with star people and it seems like almost more than half of my sessions, um, there are experiences like this. And so I want to um, explain something so that we can come into clarity about why this happens. Why is there so much sexual deviation and rape and torture on this planet? It seems like it is just the deepest part of us that is being manipulated. And so the reason for that is really actually quite simple. We as human beings have always been created to be divine creator beings. And this isn't just a concept or an understanding, it's how our physical body was literally designed. So we as a system, portal in cosmic energy through our system, through our energy body. And then as this cycle, this toroidal field um, plays with the reality, we're literally creating it. And so how do beings that want to control a whole planet of divine creator beings actually do that? Well, of course, it would have to, first of all, make you forget that that's who you are. And second of all, destroy the part of you that is the most powerful, and that is to say our sexual energy. So sexual energy is how we as human physical beings actually experience cosmic, infinite, raw, creative energy. So um, this is where we get into the Taoist alchemy. So I'll just brief, briefly explain. There are three major creational centers in our physical body, our higher Dantian, our middle Dantian, and our lower Dantian. So our higher Dantian is a place where we have our imagination but it's also where we receive inspiration from the cosmos, from the divine, and from our dreams. So as you can see, then the cosmic energy and our personal human free will energy is commingling and figuring out what would both be the best experience for ourselves and be the thing that would benefit the whole. So when that, uh, when that inspiration of an idea that's wanting to be burst comes in, as I like to call it, the cosmic sperm, comes into our system, it comes into our heart. And this is our system of um, motivation. In our heart center, we check in with this idea that's coming through to ensure that it's in alignment with our love and that our motivation to create this thing is out of love and not any other thing like jealousy or competition or greed, you know, all of these things. And so then when we recognize this creation, like, yes, I, I love this. And I, this is coming from a place of love that I love all of creation. This idea is really going to benefit the whole then this idea comes down into our sacral, into the lower Dantian, where the sexual energy activates. And then you've got this energy, this physical energy to bring it into fruition to actually create it. So as you can see then, 
how these three centers have been severely degraded in our society, starting with the mind control of television and massive public schools, and then our heart confusing us about relationships and these um, viruses of control and domination. And then of course, our sexual energy, which again is the most powerful force of creation. In fact, you know, it's really the unification of our entire system. It's just that our sexual energy again is what actually brings it into fruition. And so in order to basically instate a system of domination and control over humanity and to basically enslave us into creating a system that's not serving us, um, that's actually basically siphoning our energy to feed something, this invisible, the invisible enemy or whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so then now we understand why the degradation of sexuality is so rampant on the planet. So I just want to say that um, as somebody who's carrying these codes, I have been really under the uh, rain of bullets <laughs> from these beings because, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that in the audience that feel this way and that's why I'm sharing this, is that even as I was growing up, you know, in my first years of self-healing, I was purging up like indescribable pockets of energy that were absolutely not human. It wasn't just like the sadness or the organic grief that we, you would feel when you lose a loved one. It's not like an organic sadness. It was something more insidious than that. I would even call it disgusting. Um, and these energies almost felt like these pockets of satanic juices, as I like to call it. And the way that I understand Satan or satanic beingness is just anything that is anti-life it's very simple when you bring it into this place and see that anything satanic is just something that is anti-life you see how this can extend into an extreme proportion where this becomes you know the torturing of a child right it's still um to, to simplify that is i want to simplify this because sometimes we can categorize things in our mind and we say well you know satanic ritual abuse is happening over here and so we need to do something about that but one of the main things that we need to realize is that we live inside of this satanic system right, right. so many things about our reality is anti-life and when you open your eyes in that regard then you can actually begin to see everything clearly in our society right it's very easy is this thing created in a love and in a resonance and in a oneness with all that is or is it created in a place of degradation and carelessness for life itself and so in that through that lens you're like well if you ever drank a soda if you have eaten pharmaceuticals without having healed yourself first if you have watched you know music videos that are very degrading towards you know sexuality then you have been participating or you have been captured inside this satanic system so then <clears throat> this really brings the discussion back in to ourselves and what we're doing here and it's like the first thing is we have to obviously recognize where in ourselves we're still participating in that right and this is aware that um, the as i call it the mechanics of creation in our energy system is so good 
Because in every moment when you make a decision, in every moment when you're about to do something and express your energy to create the reality, you can check in with yourself to see, well, is this inspired by the, the, the divine and my highest self? Is this motivated out of love, right? Is this coming from a place of joy? And this way, we can really raise our frequency to come back to this place of organic aliveness. And when we do that, then we can actually come up with creative solutions for all the other things that are happening in the world. It's very difficult to fight the system if you're inside of it, mm -hmm. because you know your energy system can only carry so much creative energy when you're suppressed. That's the whole point. Yeah. You've created the system so you don't have the energy to create something different or to take them down, right? So what do you do? You go inside and activate your energy system. Remember who you are and really come into the empowerment that comes from remembering and fully embodying the truth of your divine sovereign beingness. And from that place, you have so much more creative energy and ability to actually manifest you know, massive amounts of abundance, so much support um, from the universe to do what you're here to do. And so just as a completing note, um, I am somebody that is sitting here in front of you right now that have, you know, I have been drugged and raped in the party scene when I was growing up. And I've been close to very many different expressions of dark energy. And I've been attacked many times in the astral plane, including, you know, having been raped by reptilians. And it is totally, completely possible to not only heal yourself from all of those things and any of those things, but to actually, you know, transform all of that into power to be able to stand and allow your your own divinity to hold yourself through all of it to come out the other side not only coping not only you know okay but actually a brilliant and powerful divine creator being and we are all here to be that we're all here to experience this um so yeah, yeah. well i had about a million questions i wanted to ask during all that but by the time you got to the end, I forgot all of them. So <laughs> uh, that was that was amazing. Yes, that was Thank you so much. And uh, just as far as about living in the the society that was anti-life, you know, the satanic society, and just even the regular forty-hour workweek job, uh, we don't sleep right, we don't eat properly. Uh, I mean, I'm, I just quit my job of fifteen years and kind of made that leap as well. Yes, it, it's been huge. There's the no, I have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> the amount of opportunities that have already presented themselves and, and shown up without me doing anything but just making that leap. It's like they were all just waiting, they were just waiting. <laughs> you know, now they're all here. But what I, what I notice is, you know, we I can't always fall asleep exactly when I need to to get the proper amount of sleep to wake up for work. And then you wake up to a warm clock, you're scurrying around. Sometimes I got to stop at the gas station because I didn't pack lunch and I'm not eating healthy. So you're putting yourself in, it's a very unhealthy lifestyle. And then the system obviously relies on you to need them. So, you know, all the convenient food and all that stuff. So by stepping out of that, I'm, I just feel 
better energetically already. It's just like that this weight is gone. So I can attest to that personally now. And I'm so excited to see what the future holds because I have no idea, but I know I did the right thing. And now Aaron has to do it. Now I have to do it. (laughs) I mean, don't do it. If anybody's listening, don't do it stupidly. We're not saying everyone quit your jobs right now. (laughs) Right. It's a natural process. So I feel like, um, again, it's important to transform the inside first. We shouldn't like make steps on the outside because then we're trying to do things. Mm. So again, if we just focus on healing ourselves and raising our vibration, integrating our skills and gifts, opportunities are going to naturally come to us and make the transition very natural and just understand. Mm. So if um, you are somebody that you know really want to connect and step out of the false matrix and move into the organic living light, then all you have to do is, you know, figure out where inside you're still hurting and where inside you're still, you know, controlling and suppressing yourself. And then trust me, it will happen very quickly. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, something I had thought about for a couple of years and I didn't know how it ever pulled off. And it it got to a point where the signs were just in my face and I had, it was just, it was going to happen that day, no matter what, I don't think it would happen any sooner or any later. It's just the way it happened organically. Um, Yeah. But going back to the, uh, the sexual part of what you were talking about, that sexual energy, that's something that uh, has definitely been hijacked and we're never taught about, any of this energy to begin with in the first place, but especially sexual energy and the exchange that happens and not just physically, but you were talking interdimensionally, like there's stuff going on as well. And I've just recently had a conversation with somebody about this and it just blows my mind that you're talking about it now. I personally know two people who have had experiences interdimensionally like this and they they weren't necessarily pleasant. So I didn't know if you wanted to touch on that a little more. Yeah, so it's interesting because a big wave in the collective consciousness has been happening around that. And I can't remember the name of that doctor now. Do you guys remember? She was um, she was one of the doctors that was talking about Estella Emanuel. That's right. Um, she was talking about how hydroxychloroquine works and everything. Like she's standing in front of that. that oh, yeah, anyway. yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I didn't know her name, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then, you know, then people started digging into her history and it turns out that she's a minister and she had these videos talking about the incubus and succubus and these demon entities that cause illness. And so it's very interesting because, of course, people are either like, wow, she's totally right. Or they're like, wow, she's totally bunkers and crazy. Like, how can Trump even talk about this woman, you know? Yeah. It's really interesting being a Chinese person because, you know, my grand. Grandpa was a Chinese medicine doctor. And in our systems of medicine, we understand that everything is connected and we have an energy body and that emotions and any sort of imbalance will create other imbalances in the body and then you'll get sick. So this is like ancient, ancient knowledge that exists in basically all cultures around the world except modern um, modern medicine, which seems to be this arrogant little boy that's just like, I know better than all you elders and I'm going to you know, do my things. I'm so smart. But anyway... The truth of the matter is that the all of our illnesses really can be healed 
through various levels of healing in our energy bodies and our emotional bodies and through balancing our hormones and etc and so i have healed lots of people in their menstrual cramps and different kinds of cysts through energy clearing and this doctor was totally right just in the way that she delivered it was a little bit harsh you know she was like sex with demons will create infertility and i was like i would word it a little bit softer but yeah like she's totally on point and i know that there are programs where you know genetic harvesting happens breeding programs is a common one and um a lot of women fertility issues and period cramps like are due to those things but even you know on a lighter topic like it's always a blockage of energy that causes imbalance like always so you know when we think about that is actually really great because that means we have the power to heal ourselves from anything and i totally believe this because in the last couple of years every time that i've gotten sick with anything like including cold sores that usually don't go away for like a week the first thing that i do is meditate and get to the root so i just literally talk to my body it's very sentient she's very intelligent i just say hey, what are you trying to talk to me about what are you trying to tell me and 10 times out of 10, she's like, well, you had this conversation with your mom and it really triggered you and blah, blah, blah. And so now you, you know, you didn't want to face it. So you stuffed the energy over here and now this energy is volcano erupting over here because it has to come out so the body can come into equilibrium. So every single time that I've gotten sick, sore throat, maybe a fever, maybe this cold sore, I have done that and within three to four hours it completely disappears including the cold sore which is just like you know again and again it's proven to me that we are energy beings that our physical body is highly able to self-heal and that you know obviously the fda doesn't want us to know this because how are they going to make any money off us being sick if we can just heal ourselves in three hours exactly. <laughs> yeah exactly the system is based on you relying on the system for everything for your health and even human suffering which is just so yeah i think yeah that's so important for anybody listening to know especially about getting sick and and even curing diseases like it can be done energetically oh yeah i mean i i fully believe that even cancer can be can be healed or cured uh by your, really on your, own. On your own yeah it, it's mm -hmm. really it's really mental too. It's really yeah. mental. If you believe you're sick, you're going to be sick. If you, if you believe you can heal yourself, you're going to heal yourself. And that's the terrible thing is that our doctors totally just tell people they're like, "Oh, you got fourth stage cancer. You're definitely going to die." And there's been, you know, cases where the person they even had cancer and they ended up dying because the doctor told them they were going to die. They believed so, it. Yeah. Well, we're exactly. we're seeing that happening yeah. right now with these false positives on these tests. Mm -hmm. uh, people get a they test positive for the uh, virus, and now they think they have the virus. So in a, in a way, they're making themselves sick now because they automatically oh, oh crap I got the virus, and then like oh man my throat's starting to hurt. Oh my I think I might have a fever, and then we bring it on ourselves. And this is a trick they're playing with everybody right now. So I actually 
I've done a lot of processing around this, but I feel like I have to share just because this is one of the things that she really wanted to stress. So I gave birth to a beautiful girl on May 20th, and I've been seeing this soul even before that she was conceived. She came in with three pairs of giant wings as a full-grown man, and she was like, I haven't been on Earth for 5,000 years, and I'm going to teach you how to you know, materialize things from thin air and things like this. So I basically continued to communicate and receive teachings from this being all through my pregnancy. And then it turns out that her life path was that she was only to stay with me for nine days. And so on May 29th, she actually left her in physical incarnation. Oh, no. So Sorry. There were a lot of things. I mean, the, <laughs> she was really quick. She was able to do so much in the short period of time that she was here she did not waste one minute and you know we opened up these pathways to fourth density and she brought these pieces of my soul here you know that couldn't make it on my first trip here and finally the night that she decided to leave you now like I really feel and it's okay if you want to say that I'm crazy or anything it's fine um <laughs> that I feel that when she had pretty much planned this but she was leaving her body and so as she was leaving her body her body started to fail and I didn't know this but then we took her to the hospital and at the hospital she tested negative for COVID and then they had no idea you know what was happening with her and actually um, there was some very unfortunate things that the doctors did that I really feel not happy about but anyway in the end they send her body off to get an autopsy. And I got a call from the medical examiner and he started the conversation off by saying, I'm sorry, but your daughter had COVID. And I got so livid because I had already read all these things on the internet about COVID, but like, I don't usually participate in these things. You know, I like stay in my lane. I do the spiritual stuff. Like I don't do the disclosure things usually. So but in that moment, I got so angry, you know, I was like, no, you're not doing that. So I told him, you know, she got tested, she came back negative, and there's no way that she could have had COVID because we were in our room for like months, like we live out in the middle of nowhere, literally. We're like an hour and a half away from the closest grocery store. Like there's no way that we could have had COVID. Sure. So I basically explained that to him. And I said, look, I know the government's trying to do weird stuff, but like, don't play this game with us. It was very stern with him. And it seemed like he was pretty frazzled when he got off the phone. And then he called me back in 15 minutes and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I read the wrong file. It turns out that your daughter didn't have What the fuck? Seriously, that's, that's. Wow. And then I got this random message from this person I didn't even know. Like, I didn't tell anybody about this for a long time because I was still like, you know, it's for my human, it was still like an incredibly difficult experience to go through, even though, you know, of course our galactics are like, there's no difference. I'm right here. Like, I'm like, no, you're not here. Like, I can't feel you. You know, I'm here. You're not here. So it took me a while to, you know, really begin to appreciate all of the things that the miracles really that happened. But this random person messaged me. I was like, Hey, like, I just, yeah, I think Kara was her name. I think Kara just came to visit me. And she told me that, you know, there's some weird hoaxy things that are happening with COVID. And it was just funny for her to say that because, you know, there's no way for her to have known any of those things. Yeah. I mean, and 
and what that doctor, I mean, this is criminal what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not I just mean, a mistake. Not being allowed, like they're telling the, the pharmacists that they're not allowed to give hydroxychloroquine out to people. Like that is literally criminal. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I know a doctor uh, here locally. He said it's for the first time in like 40 or 50 years, however he's been doing it, he, had, he was given a notice to, that he absolutely cannot prescribe this drug because it will cause cardiac harm. And uh, on, under no circumstances are you to recommend or prescribe this drug. And he says the first time in 40 years that he's ever gotten a notice to not recommend something that was you know, being pushed by big farmers. So. That is just absolutely incredible to me, you know, even with the MMS. And I know that the FDI had, FDA had raided their church and taken all their stuff. And that's like literally gangster activity, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what the cabal does. This is when, when they're threatened in this way, they will go to extremes to, it's a medical, to make sure. Medical mafia. Yeah, because they know as soon as hydroxychloroquine or anything else starts getting out there, starts getting shown that it's working without beyond a shadow of a doubt it's then it's game over for them right so then it's like well this is it let's just do this and they're we can cure everyone and they're done so they, that's why they've been taking these extreme you know just lying and saying it's dangerous and it does it's unproven even though it's already been proven by do, do, tons of doctors have cured thousands of, of people already with it and it's been used for how many years already for malaria like it's been because used I- yeah. yeah exactly so it's proven there so and it's obviously hasn't been dangerous for that so why is it all of a sudden dangerous because it's covid it doesn't make any sense right so it makes perfect sense because well, we know what they're doing we, it makes perfect sense yeah <laughs> yeah when you know the game yeah the good thing is like everything is backfiring like even years ago anything that they try would like immediately backfire on them and i feel like right now they're just making it so obvious that there's a medical mafia like so yes. obvious that like it's inevitable that everybody's just like wait a minute like why hasn't any doctors like taught us how to you know activate our immune system like how we can yeah. like literally heal ourselves like all of these things have been documented for thousands of years in every single culture all over the planet it's just like you know, inevitable that all of those illusions start falling, falling away. That's the good thing right now is they are making it obvious. They're waking a lot of people up because they're so desperate right now. They, they can't afford to be subtle anymore. I've been saying this for <laughs> the last few years. I'm like, they can't afford to be subtle anymore. And that's why you see them doing these crazy things and taking these extreme yeah. measures. And it's great though, because it's waking so many people up to, and destroying the illusions that we live in a, a society full of benevolent institutions, which is not the case at all. No. It's like you said, it's very anti-life. We live in a satanic anti-life society that's crumbling before our eyes and it's, yeah. it's on its way out. Luckily. So much, you know, ripeness for creativity in that. Like we literally get mm-hmm. to create the new world in every moment yeah. of our inspiration and we can do it with our own mind and our own hands and our own feet. And that is just so brilliant. Like, brings so much delight to my whole life. Um, And so we really have a wonderful opportunity here to make something beautiful out. Absolutely. I think, think, yeah, at the same time, this is opening up a lot of opportunities and pathways for Mm -hmm. people that they would have never, 
ever had the opportunity to explore otherwise. Uh, and a lot of epiphanies and realizations are happening every day. And, uh, you know, there is a bright side to this and there is a bright future. So it's mm. not all doom and gloom. Yep, exactly. The dark, the darkness yeah. is, uh, only makes the light shine brighter and only, uh, serves, serves for our highest good ultimately. So um, it is a great thing ultimately. How long have we been going already? Has it been an hour? I don't even know. It, I was so fascinated with your it's story. Been, <laughs> I think it's been yeah. yeah, I guess we could start wrapping this up, actually. Um, yeah, this has been great. And just really quick to touch on the whole immune system. Like, why don't they teach us about the immune system? And it's clear when you walk into the grocery store and they're sold out of hand sanitizer, but the produce and vegetables are overflowing off the shelf, you know? Yeah. That's, and everyone's buying junk food and crap yeah. food, but they're... <laughs> They're all wearing masks and they're, afraid of their, yeah, it's like. I had a guy at work. destroying your health. Yeah, a guy at work would get mad at me for not wearing a mask while he's eating a cupcake and drinking a Mountain Dew, you know. <laughs> and that's the type of reality we're in. Everything's backwards, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And anyway, thank you for coming on. This has been amazing. I feel like we could keep going for another hour, but we'll keep it short just for, uh, for attention span purposes of our modern society. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, thank you again. Is there any last words you'd like to leave us with? Um, well, I would love to send you just this short clip of singing that I've recorded because Zoom always clips it so the sound quality is not great. So I'm gonna send it to you. Maybe you can just like edit it onto the end. Uh, the one you did earlier, that clip? Yeah, it's 10 minutes. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, we can add sure. it on definitely. We'll... Great, I'll just I'll just send that to you later. Okay, perfect. All thank right, you. guys. Well, thank you for tuning in, and uh, you guys all know that Camp Disclosure live stream tickets are still available for forty four dollars. So if you feel compelled, grab a ticket. It's it should be awesome. It's an awesome deal. You can't go wrong. So and Z will be one of the live stream speakers. So uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Good night, everybody, and we will catch you next week. Camp Disclosure. An amazing live stream deal at just $44 for four days and eight speakers. With access to all main stage events, including the opening and closing ceremonies. Featuring James Gillum, G Earth Star Hugh, Simon S. Matthew Aaron Warner, Alex Bloom, Desiree Foley, Tiana Ironbird, and Roger Richards. With your hosts, Jace Kalisa, Nahani Johnstone, and Laura Hall. And special appearances by Tyler Koala and Aaron Kuhn of the Journey to Truth podcast. See the website for details, schedules, and tickets. The live stream will be available for six months after the event. We look forward to seeing you at camp. Uh...